Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you on this wonderful Monday. We bring you greetings in the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ, who is the head of our life. And we give honor to our honorable pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church, and to Lady Paulette Murchison, and to my own lovely wife, Missionary Newsom. And to all the saints of God, we bring greetings to all of you. And we hope that you all had a, a really uh, blessed uh, worship service at your place of worship. And so did we. Uh, we happen to be on on the road, on on the roadway, but we thank and praise God over the airways. We thank God for traveling grace and his mercy toward us. And we're just excited uh, about what God is yet doing in the lives of his people. Uh, and we definitely want to give honor to uh, all of those in our leadership, our presider, assistant presider, uh, and their wives. Praise God. And definitely want to give honor to uh, National Secretary, Bishop Dr. Mark Jones and Mother Jones. We thank God for them. We were down in Florida, and so we wanted to go ahead and get our sidebar out the way before we get into prayer and give a few words of uh, encouragement. But I wanted to say, um, uh, Bishop Mark Jones, I want to say thank you for how all of the saints have uh, really taken care of me while I was uh, in Florida. The saints in Florida really uh, blessed us and took care of us as if we were one of their children in the gospel. And so Bishop Mark Jones, Mother Jones, thank y'all for uh, taking good care of me. And especially without Sister Newsom being there, y'all really, uh, really just showed out. And so we thank God for all of the acts of kindness that were shown uh, by the saints, uh, Brother Scott, uh, Bishop Scott, our Bishop Emeritus, Bishop Scott, and just all the saints, amen, uh, there in Florida, Mother Woods and uh, Minister Darby and Elder Wilson and just all of the names that we would call Sister Davis and just all of the saints, um, Sister Anna, all of them uh, just uh, encouraged our hearts to see them again and see how they're growing there in Florida and how they're flourishing. And so God is doing a great work there in uh, the great city of uh, Miami. And so, uh, uh, we thank God for what God is yet doing on the behalf of his people. We had a really uh, great revival uh, our last day. Uh, you know, the last day is always um, when you have to leave the saints. You know, you, I wanted to get back home and miss Sister Newsom dearly. And so uh, definitely honor her, Sister Newsom, today. But we missed her. And so we had to get back home. And we have four lovely grandchildren that we want to get back to as well. And we have a lovely pastor and first lady and uh, PPC Milwaukee that we need to get back to. So I miss my PPC family. And so that's why we uh, wanted to get back and uh, be back with our family. But we really uh, thank God for the opportunity that we were able to come down and share uh, our words of encouragement to the people of God. And so we had a great, marvelous time. And I want to talk about the... Um, the the bag the the uh, big basket that they gave me and uh, for the hotel the big gift basket uh, it really it really uh, worked out well so uh, uh, however y'all do it y'all got it down to the science but uh, it worked out well for me uh, and not having to go anywhere and get anything so the saints just took uh, great care of me and I know the Lord had touched their hearts and uh, 
Uh, they definitely reached our heart, and we're glad today for what the Saints have done. And so we're ever so uh, thankful and privileged, and we're humbled by their acts of kindness. And so we want to say thank you, Bishop Mark Jones, Mother Jones, and uh, PPC Florida City, all of you. We love you, and we give a heartfelt thank you to all of you. And uh, the real blessing was, you know, they, um, you know, had us come down, and, you know, we just— uh, had good fellowship. I was glad I got a chance to sit down with Bishop Jones and we got a chance to talk and, you know, just get a chance to, you know, just without having to rush and go to another service, you know, like we do in convention, we're able to sit down for an hour or so and, uh, you know, for a little while, for a nice little time. And then we met on other occasions where we uh, sat in the office and talked. So really, really had a great time. And um, just thank and praise God for uh, the wisdom and God is placed in the man of God, as well as my pastor. Um, God has really put great uh, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding into our leaders. And so we're grateful. I'm, I'm thankful for having the caliber of leader that I have. And so uh, definitely uh, don't want to take him for granted. And definitely we want to take our presider, assistant presider, uh, none of our leaders for granted. Because you know what? You don't miss your water till the well runs dry. All right. So we're going to get ready to get into some things today. But we wanted to say that um, because we had that on our heart to say and we didn't get a chance to say it before we left because we had to get right on the plane uh, yesterday and come back here. So we had a flight that went out at about four fifty five yesterday, four fifty eight, somewhere in there. And uh we uh, let out of service about uh, close to two o'clock. And so, you know how the Miami traffic and stuff like that. And Bishop was warning me about it. And uh, sure enough, it's good to listen to good counsel. I'm glad I got out of there because if I would have been another half an hour late, I would have probably missed my flight. But I thank and praise God for, you know, the saints uh, helping us and uh, being a blessing to us. So let us... Uh, talk about you today. We're going to talk about what's happening in our world today. Uh, before we get into prayer, we get all the sidebar out the way and then we'll have uh, brief words of encouragement. And so we're looking to do some things on the broadcast uh, in the next coming season. Uh, we want to have where uh, live, uh, we want to have live uh, uh, people come on with us. We want to have uh, a live circuit where individuals can come on and share or they can come use the studio and share uh, what God has placed in their spirit because we want to make sure that the main thing is that the gospel of Jesus gets out. It's not about who's behind the mic. I just want to say that because I think that has really damaged us uh, to a certain degree. But we want to make sure that everybody has an opportunity uh, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And when I say it doesn't make a difference who's behind the mic, I'll say that with wisdom that, you know, as, as if they have been uh, saved and sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, water baptized, and uh, taught, you know, true holiness and have exemplified it through a lifestyle. I feel like through their experiences, they have something to offer the body of Christ to be able to encourage. All right. Nobody has it all. So we want to use all of the um, help that we can get in these in these last and evil days, uh, because the scripture said we help us one to another. So we want to 
tap into those resources, into those gifts and talents. You know, according to the scripture where it talks about the fivefold ministry. And so we want to uh, take advantage of the apostles, you know, the pastors, teachers, you know, evangelists, you know, we want to take advantage, you know, we want to take full advantage of all that God placed in the kingdom to help us. And so that's what that's what our goal is. And I want to uh, definitely give a shout out to um, Elder Mac Jones. He's doing an excellent job and he's also tapped in and he's helping uh, on the social media platform with having uh, other guests come on, other patrons come on and share uh, their experience. And so I was looking at him and Bishop Wilson on uh, last week. And so they're, they're having a good, uh, a good dialogue. And so that's what we want to do in the scripture where it says, come now and let us reason together, said the Lord. And so though your sins, you know, may be as scarlet, they're going to be as wool, you know, though they be red like crimson, he's going to make them white as snow. So that's what we want. We want someone that's going to be able to encourage and help the people of God continue to go higher. All right. And so let us, um, uh, we're going to uh, finish. This is our final series for the month of uh, October. And our next series will take us from October. I mean, well, actually from November, take that back. We're in this series today and then we'll start our new series. Hopefully if the Lord's will, um, we're going to try to start it next week. All right. I could start it this Wednesday, uh, but I have a couple things because winter is coming early. I want to prepare um, my yard, uh, winterize my yard and uh, get all of the uh, summer stuff out the yard. So I'm going to do that if the Lord's will He give me strength. And then we want to come back next week on Monday and start uh, our series number 11, which will be episode 336. All right. So we're going to make sure you follow along. Be season 11, episode 336. Right now we're ending at season 10, 335. All right. And so we still want to encourage the people of God. So just want you to look forward to uh, the next series that's coming up. It's going to be very, very encouraging as some of uh, other series are. So if you have something that you uh, desire to uh, have uh, talked about or shared or taught on, uh, please give us your feedback so we can uh, we can get on here and do uh, just that. <clears throat> right. So next thing we want to do. I just want to get the prayer request asking the saints as we uh, open up prayer requests. There may be some of you out there that still need somebody to pray for them, want somebody to pray for them, or don't mind receiving prayer. All right. And so I'm one of those individuals. You know, if you uh, trust God and you have a, a good relationship with God, I want you to pray to God that he would not only help you and your family, but help Brother Newsom and the Newsom family. So please pray for us. I got a lot of people in my family that's not saved. And uh, we want to encourage them to get saved. We want to pray for them. We don't want to hinder them in no kind of way uh, that's possible. Uh, 
some things people just not going to accept. And when people don't want to accept the fact that you say, there's nothing you're going to do about that. So I'm not going to stop being saved because you don't want to come over and have fellowship. All right. But if it's something that I've done or something that can be corrected, then we humble enough to repent for those things. And that's what this uh, whole walk with God is all about, is walking in humility and forgiving others as Christ has forgave us. And so I ask the saints to pray for our family, that the Lord would touch uh, the hearts of those that are not saved and that they will have an opportunity to be saved. Because I talked on yesterday, uh, you know, a missed opportunity. You know, sometimes we miss opportunity and you can't go back and get things that you miss. And uh, that's why I'm asking the saints to pray you know, for my family, because once that casket, once they're in the casket, you can't pray them out of it. Hmm? You can say all the good words you want. You can cook them a bowl of beans. They ain't going to smell them. But to make a long story short, we need somebody to intercede for us. Uh, when we, uh, <clears throat> when we're in a situation or a predicament. And so this is why I solicit the prayers of the saints, pray for me and my family, Continue to pray for me and Sister Newsom. Pray for my pastor, Bishop Murchison. Please pray for Lady Paulette. Uh, she's doing a lot better now uh, in her body. And so we let us pray that God will continue to heal and strengthen her and Bishop as they continue to labor in the gospel of Christ. And I wanted to call my pastor last night. I called him this morning, but uh, I wanted to call him last night, but he uh, was coming in from another preaching engagement. And so I know how that is. After you've labored, uh, figured I would call him sometime today and, and finish checking on him and first lady. But please check on your pastor. If you, you know, if you have a pastor, please check on him and, you know, let them know you love them and pray for them sincerely. And that's a great encouragement. That's more than a than a gift you can offer. Praise God. Hmm? Yeah, they they like the gifts. You know, they love you to take them out to eat, you know, and put a little money in their pocket. But, you know, pray for your pastor. You know, if you can't, you know, you may not always be able monetarily to be able to do financial things. But one thing you can do, you can get on your bending knees and call on the name of Jesus that he would uh, just aid the pastor, bless the pastor and continue to strengthen him and his family. So that's what we want to do, saints. Continue to pray for all of our leaders and let us continue to pray one for another. All right. Remember, our sick, those that are shut in, confined to their spaces and to their homes and those behind prison walls. Let us pray, saints, that God will give a deliverance in this land. We know that the end times are here. The Bible talks about perilous times. They shall come and we are in these perilous times. But the Bible did let us know. You know, that we don't have to be shaken. You know, we don't have to be troubled, you know, because we know these things are going to happen. And so we ought to look up and know our redemption draw nigh. So let us continue to pray as we look up and uh, pray for the elect, which is Israel, and pray for those families. I, my heart goes out for the people in Maine. Uh, it could be anybody. It could be any of us in any city this could have happened to. So I don't want you to think because it was in a uh, city called Maine, a rural area or a small town, that it can't happen in a big city. This stuff can happen anywhere because uh, people may not want to admit it, but I'm going to say this and people may, you can disagree with me. You know, we, we, we still love you. We're not going, you know, I'm not a person that if you disagree with me, I got, you know, uh, you know, resentment or, or 
now we're divided. No, we all have our own uh, opinion. Paul said plenty of times, you know, uh, I and not the Lord. So I'm saying I and not the Lord. So don't don't say Elder Newsom said the Bible said. No, I didn't say that. I said, I just truly believe, you know, that now that we're in the last day, you know, the devil is loose. Hmm? You see all these people, how these spirits jumping in them and they're just doing stuff. And so with the devil being loosed, we got to be more about our father's business. Hmm? And so that's what we need to do, saints, as we come together collectively and ask uh, to pray one for another. Let us pray because you know what? Uh, Prayer is powerful if we use it. That's one tool that's underused by the people of God. Hmm? We do a lot more talking and a lot more jaw jagging and doing a lot of other stuff than we do praying. Hmm? But if you want to be spiritually uh, uh, malnourished, anemic, you know, spiritually weak, that's a person that's not praying and seeking the face of God hmm? and reading a word, praise God. And I thank God for my bishop because he tells us and he stresses it. And I thank God for him. He stresses it. You know, that saints ought to read their Bible. And they had a song in Sunday school. And we we still on the prayer call. We still on the prayer request. They had a uh, they had a song or a Sunday school song say, if you read your Bible and pray every day, you'll grow, grow, grow. Hmm? But if you don't, you'll shrink, shrink, shrink. And I found that to be true. And so we need to just read our Bible every day, um, you know, and have a closer relationship with Jesus. All right. So let us pray for these different things. And the Bible did say that we can can pray that God will send forth labors into the vineyard that will reap a harvest for him. And so that God may reap a harvest. And so we know it's harvest time. You know, in Jeremiah 8 and 20 says the uh, the harvest is gone and the summer is ended. Hmm? And so and you're still not saved. So if you're still not saved. It's simply because there's a lack of something and you have to look down within your uh, take your spiritual inventory and find out what that lack thereof is. If you got the Holy, if, if, if you got the Holy Ghost and need more of it, you know, hey, seek God more. But if you don't have the Holy Ghost and you want it, don't blame me. Don't blame the pastor. Don't blame the saints. You know, look down within your own spiritual uh, being and say, Lord, help me, you know, help me with the things that I can't change. Hmm? Sometimes we don't know what we need in terms of to uh, make the transition. And that's why we have to pray. Hmm? We have to pray that God will show us something, something so deeply embedded in us. It and become, you know, a uh, part of our spirit. And if God don't sever that thing, it'll continue to hinder you. And so just want to encourage the people of God, let us pray. Hmm? If you can't do nothing else, let us pray. Hmm? And I believe that what the Bible says for the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availed much. And so if we pray, I believe it'll get the job done. Hmm? I can give you examples. And Daniel, he prayed the first time and God heard him. Hmm? But sometimes there's, there's battle, there's war, there's a fight going on, and sometimes things get hindered. 
but it doesn't mean God didn't hear your prayer and he's not going to answer. All right. And so let us get ready to go before the throne of grace uh, as we get ready to pray. We're going to go to Second Chronicles 7 uh, and 14 uh, through 15. All right. And it says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now mine eyes shall be open and mine ears attend to the prayer that is made in this place. For now have I chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever and mine eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. Let us go before his throne. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you once again, Heavenly Father. Glory, 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 hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, oh God, for traveling grace over the dangerous airways. We thank you, oh God, for the saints in Florida. We thank you, God, for, oh God, them being a blessing unto us. We thank you, God, for all that you're yet doing. We thank you, God, for, oh God, the souls that you're going to save. Oh God, the souls that's been revived, the souls that's been renewed throughout the revival, God, and the revivals that are coming throughout the remaining of this year among our churches. We pray for strength in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Oh God, we pray, God, hallelujah. You look on all of our spiritual leaders, God, in the name of Jesus. Look on our presider and system presider. Look on their wives today, God. Give them strength today in the name of Jesus. Look on the executive council board of bishops, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless them and their families, Lord God. Look on my pastor, Bishop Murchison, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Father. We pray, God, that you would touch in the name of Jesus. Touch Lady Paulette, God. Continue to grant strength to the bodies, Lord God, as they continue to labor, oh God, in the vineyard, Lord God, sharing the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. Oh, God, strengthen them, Lord. Uh, strengthen the men and women of God. Uh, Lord, they're standing on the wall, Lord God. Uh, Lord, that's fighting the good fight of faith. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Uh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Uh, Lord, we stopped by for a short time to give you praise, to give you glory, to give you honor, to tell you thank you, to tell you that we love you, God. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for my wife, God. Thank you for Sister Newsom, God. Oh, God, thank you, Jesus. Lord. But thank you for the grandchildren, God. Thank you, God. Oh, God, for our daughter. Thank you, God. Lord, for we know you're able to fix it, God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord, we pray, God. Lord, you would touch Gabrielle, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God. Lord, encourage God. Lord, let her know there's a way, oh God. There's a better way, God. There's a way out, oh God. If we can get into the situation. There's a way out and you are the way God. You said I am the way and the truth and the life. Help us to use our exit God in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord there's no storm God. Lord that you cannot outlast. We thank you for it God and we give your name the glory and the praise. Lord look on us today God. Lord as we encourage the saints God. As we encourage the believer God. As we encourage the sinner man and the sinner woman, God, uh, Lord, to come out, Lord, uh, and be separated uh, in the mighty name of Jesus, said the Lord. Uh, help them, God. Uh, oh, God, through the gospel of Christ, God, uh, you would open their ears, they would hear 
in the name of Jesus. Lord, you said, my sheep hear my voice, and a stranger they will not follow. Help them, God. Lord, that they will follow after thee, God, and we'll glorify and give your name the praise. Lord, honor the petition, God, and the prayer request. Bless PPC Milwaukee. Lord, bless all of the churches, the NPPC churches. Bless them, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Bless them, God. Lord, do it again, Lord. One more time, God. And we'll be careful to praise you and glorify you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Look on our mothers, God. Look on our preachers. Look on our deacons, God. Oh, God. Look on the evangelists, God. Look on our missionaries, God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Help us, God. We would draw nigh unto you, God. Mm. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you today, God. Thank you, God, for traveling grace. Thank you, God, for your keeping power. Thank you, God, for the Holy Ghost. Oh, God, continue to fill our cup, Lord. Lord, and let it overflow. And we'll be careful to give you all the glory and the praise. And these another blessing we ask and pray in the name of Jesus. Thank God. Amen and amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, praise God. Glory. And so we're so grateful and thankful for having the opportunity to be able to go before the Lord in a brief word of prayer before we get into our words of exhortation. We pretty much covered all of our sidebar. There's a lot going on um, that we need to cover, and we know uh, we have just a short time, so we're going to not try to hold you. We try to go uh, hopefully uh, be done in the next uh, 20, 30 minutes, all right? So we're going to try to encourage the people of God. Uh, we're finalizing our series, and we're going to we're going to um, review some of the things that we covered. I think that would be good at the end of every series that we review some of the the things that we covered. And I want to talk about uh, the four spiritual laws. And the first one we want to talk about is God's love. All right, we got to look at God's love when we deal with the spiritual laws. Hmm? God loved us so when the law could not uh, do what it needed to do to make the commas there too perfect, God sent his love. People say, well, God sent his son. Really, uh, that word son, you can translate it to love if you want to because God sent his love to us. The problem is we say we have love for people, but we don't give it to them. Hmm? Jesus didn't leave us in a sinful state of mind. He didn't leave us, you know, uh, broken, hmm? but he sent his love and his word did heal us. The Bible says he sent his word and his word did heal them. Jesus is the word. So he did the healing. Praise God. I don't want to get into too, too much theology and all that stuff, but I'm just trying to break it down so you can see it in uh, the most lowest common denominator. So we can say we can play with words and semantics with words, but we know what St. John 3 and 16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You can't have everlasting life without receiving the love of God. Hmm? All glory be to God without receiving the Holy Spirit. All glory be to God All without receiving the word of God. All of these things, they uh, represent the oneness of God. 
A lot of times we can't see it because we want to make it, we want to separate and divide everything. All somebody shout glory. But I thank and praise God. God had a wonderful plan for his people. And that plan was to send his son to redeem mankind and reconcile us back to God. All glory be to God. And amen. Break down the middle wall of petition for he is our peace now. All glory be to God. So if you lack peace, you got to find out if you're breaking one of the four spiritual laws and if you really have the love of God on the inside of you. Hmm? And Matthew 24 and 12, he says, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. So your love might be waxing cold simply because there may be sin on board. All right. So let's take a look. That's the first one. God for, for you, God sent his son to us hmm? and his plan was to redeem us from the curse of the law. The law couldn't do it. We got that right. Second, here's number two. Our fourth spiritual law is that we must understand that when there was no sin, there were, when there, well, I'll take this back. Let me bring it to the scripture. Why the scripture says when there was uh, no law, then technically there was no sin. Hmm? Think about it. If God didn't say don't do it, but technically there was no sin to do if you did it. But if God said, don't touch that tree, you can touch every tree hmm? on in this garden of Eden. But that tree that's in the midst, the one that's in the middle. Look at somebody say it's something about the thing in the middle. People always want to get to the middle. <laughs> oh, let me get out of here. Now that'll preach one day trying to get to the middle. Too many people trying to get to the center of the situation when God, God wants to be the center. Oh, let me get out of here. But let's take a look. He told him that tree that's in the midst of the garden, don't eat of it. All right? Satan said, don't touch it. But he told him not to partake of that tree, not to eat of it. All right? And that's how Adam, I ain't going to say Adam only, but that's how Eve got tripped up. But let's take a look. Humanity is tainted. So when we talk about the second spiritual law, we must understand humanity is in sin. All glory be to God. Huh? If that person that's born, according to David, he says, I was shaped in iniquity and in sin that my mother conceived me. Just because you are born, people say, well, the baby don't have no sins because he haven't done none. No, we're born into sin because of what Adam and Eve did. Oh, glory be to God. Ain't got nothing to do with the baby now. Hmm? You were born into this, this deprived nature. If we don't take on Christ, huh, we'll still be walking in the same spirit that Adam and Eve walked in after they sinned. Huh? And so it's important for us to know humanity has and is tainted by sin, has been and is tainted by sin which separates, sin always separates us from God. So let us take a look now. It's important for you to know. Hmm? We cannot know God's wonderful plan for our lives if we're in sin. Hmm? Think about it. 
If we're in sin, we can't know it because we are going to be blinded by the sin. It's important. And he says in Romans 3 and 23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Hmm? It's important. God also gives consequences for sin. I want to make sure I cover this second spiritual law. If we transgress the law of God, we commit sin. All right? So where, where, where no law is imputed, there's no sin. Let's make sure we got that down. It's in the scripture. All right? We can ruin our relationship with God hmm, that he intends to have with humanity when we sin. This is why when uh, I don't want to go to Genesis because I'm just really going through the review. But you go to Genesis in your private time and read it in Genesis 2 and uh, chapter 3. Chapter 2 and chapter 3. When we mess up our relationship with God that he has for us, he asked Adam, where are you? Not that God didn't know where he was, but his state had changed. So he wasn't in the same spiritual state as he once was. This is why, you know, people come into church, they can get saved and the glory of God shine on their life. The glory of God can be all over them. Hmm? But if they backslide, hmm? they face their features, their natural features still look the same. But anybody that's got a spiritual eye and, and that spiritual, has been spiritually awakened, you can see that light has left. Hmm? That, that, that light that illuminates them has left. Until that light gets re, uh, illuminated in them, until they get restored, revived, reclaimed, uh, do their first works over and get saved, uh, you'll see that that, life is, that spiritual light has went out of them. Hmm? This is why it's very important. Galatians tells us in Galatians 6 and 1, if a brother be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual restore such a one in spirit of meekness. Considering thyself, lest thee also be tempted. So I can't help you if I'm in a backslidden state. Hmm? I can't help you get back to the Lord if I'm backslidden. Hmm? And this is why Jesus said to the scribes and Pharisees that the blind be leaders of the blind. They both fall into the ditch. All right. So it's important for us to see these things as I review this. The second one talks about humanity is tainted, is tainted. Humanity is polluted. Hmm? Humanity is tainted, corrupted by sin. Hmm? Or you can use the word destroyed. Hmm? The, the state of that thing has been ruined. All right. Let's take a look. He says here. Uh, what I have noted here, if we ruin our relationship with God, it's, it's not like the relationship that it was. All glory be to God. Mm -hmm. We can only get that right relationship back mm -hmm. by humbling ourselves, repenting, mm -hmm. doing our first works over, the scripture says, because if, if he removed the candlestick, we got to make sure we repent and do those first works over and come back to God 
Hmm? Not looking to be in the same position. Let's look at the mindset. You know, if you go go with me real quick, I I, I figured I'm I'm not gonna be able to get to the third and fourth one. We'll get to the third and fourth one if the Lord's will on Wednesday, if I can come back on. Uh, otherwise, you can just study for the third and fourth one. But I need to because we're gonna move on to the next series. But I as I review this, I want to go to um, uh, a, a very important scripture. You know, uh, so we can see. Uh, I just want to get something real quick for us to take a look at, because sometimes, you know, we can uh, we can mess up, and uh, you know, not want to, I don't know, do the first works over, or we might want to uh, stay in the same state of mind. So, so it's important if we mess up the relationship. How do we fix it? You know, this this is the thing. How do we fix it? This is what I want to show you. I want to go to a very familiar past scripture. I'm, I'm trying to locate it for you. Uh, let's go to. Um, let's go to first John uh, chapter two. I quoted this on yesterday, but I want to read it for our viewers. He says, my my little children, these things I write unto you that you sin not. And if any man or woman sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. And he is the perpetuation for our sins, not only for not and not for ours only, rather, but also for the sins of the whole world. You know, some people think um, I can't get back to God. Hmm? You can get back. Well, you got to humble yourself. Hmm? Some people, well, you know, the church rejected me. They won't accept me back. I've heard that too. People say the church is rejecting me. They ain't accepting me back. Well, you trying to come back to the people and not to God. Hmm? What we need to learn to do, we need to learn to come back to God. And God will deal with the people heart. Hmm? Too many times. We want to be a uh, we want to be King Saul and not David. Hmm? What was the difference between those two? If you look at those two uh, individuals, David messed up. David had some flaws. We all got flaws, but David knew how to get to God's heart through repentance. Hmm? And ain't no sense you making no excuse like Saul did and try to blame everybody else and say, well, the people. Hmm? Because that's what we all do. We want to find somebody to blame when we mess up. But it's important. Hmm? And this second spiritual law is we got to take and own our mess up. Hmm? We got to own our mistake. Hmm? And that we messed up with God. Hmm? Ain't got nothing to do with you. Ain't got nothing to do with the pastor. If I mess up, you might have made me upset. You might have done something that, oh, glory be to God. But ultimately, it lies within me. Hmm? And so we need to own our sins and carry our own baggage because the Bible says, for we have not a high priest, which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. But he was at all points tempted like we are yet without sin. So we don't have no license, no excuse to sin. Hmm? 
And the Bible says you're an inexcusable old man. So why we're making excuses when God says we can come to the we can come to the Father Jesus Christ, the righteous, huh? And He's the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but for the sins of the whole world. I got a great big God that loves me and forgive me. Yeah, I want to be accepted by people. Yeah, I want the people to receive me back. I'm dealing with a point of those out there that claim that they can't get back because of people. Hmm? Do you know if it was up to people, none of us that's in the church right now would be saved if it was up to people. Hmm? But it's the grace of God hmm? that brings salvation. And it teaches us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, Titus 2 and 11, that we should live soberly, righteously, godly in this present world. Hmm? Then we can look for the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Look at this. He says here, uh, he says here, and hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. Hmm? He said, I know him and keep it not his commandments is a liar because the truth is not in him. But whosoever keep it his word in him, verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. He said he abided in him, ought himself also to walk even as he walked. This is where this is the thing. You know a tree by its fruit. You know by the conversation, by the lifestyle, if that person has repented. Hmm? The real fruit going to shine out. Hmm? You can tell people I'm saved. You can tell people I'm restored. I'm back to God. Hmm? But the true saints and the true spiritual people know if you reclaimed or not. Because guess what? You're going to be more faithful to God. Hmm? Them spirits going to be gone. Hmm? You're going to be obedient. You're going to be subject to the pastor. You're going to be easy to get along, easy to be entreated with other saints and people. Hmm? The whole spirit of that person has changed. Hmm? But if you still got them old canker worm spirits, hmm? oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. You still got some canker worm spirit. Hmm? God said he was going to restore in Joel. Hmm? What the locust and the canker worm destroyed. Hmm? <laughs> Let me get out of here. I got to go. Huh? Ain't nothing restored if God don't restore it. Let me, let me uh, get on out of here. But I want to let you know that second spiritual law is we've been tainted uh, as humanity. And the only thing that can get rid of that taint, hmm? you know how you can get clothes and they get mildew. Some some clothes, if they get mildew bad enough, you got to throw them away. Hmm? But look at this. When the devil used us up and abused us and thought about throwing us away, oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Jesus came. 
and took his white blood, as dirty as we was, hmm? and washed us whiter than snow. Huh? And now he don't see the sin. Hmm? And now, you know, oh, glory be to God. He has made us a, a sweet-smelling savor, those that live right. Hmm? But sin stinks in God's nostrils. Hmm? So all of those that God has saved, hmm? God has done a great, marvelous work in our lives. And so we ought to be glad. We ought to be encouraged. We ought to be excited. We ought to be running for our lives. Oh, glory be to God. And the old songwriter said, I'm running for my life. If anybody asks me, what's the matter with me? Just tell them I'm saved and sanctified. Hmm? Holy Ghost filled and water baptized. And you know what? Uh, I know I got to close, but I'm, I just want to say something. This is just uh, commentary now. This is just my editorial. This ain't got nothing to do with scripture. This is my editorial now. This ain't got nothing to do with what God said. This is what I'm saying. Hmm? You know what I see now? People now are getting more and more relaxed. <laughs> oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. As we get closer to the rapture, people now are getting more and more relaxed. And I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> let me get out of here. I got to go. I'm trying to figure out. Ain't no time to get relaxed now. Because hmm? we're in a situation that we need more of God because we can see more spirits acting out in our schools, in our churches, in our homes. Just look around. Hmm? And Bishop Scott, had, Bishop Emeritus has shared something with me uh, about, the, uh, about the monkey and the buzzard. And the, uh, the buzzard took the monkey for a ride. Hmm? And the monkey jumped on the buzzard, put his arms around his neck, and the buzzard took off. And as the buzzard took off, the buzzard was flying up and down and all around. And it, it, he was flying so sporadically that the uh, monkey got nervous and started choking him. <laughs> and the more the monkey would choke him, uh, uh, the more he would fly sporadic. And it got to a point where the monkey just about choked the life out of the buzzard. And I guess sooner or later, the, uh, the buzzard got upset and asked the monkey, so, man, why are you choking me? And the monkey replied, said, if you straighten up and fly right, I can loosen up. I can let go. And that's how we are. You know, <laughs> we get out of here. I got to go. You know, thank you, Bishop Scott, for that. Bishop Emeritus, thank you. I was sitting with him uh, while I was in Florida, and I really enjoyed talking with Bishop Scott. And that's what I want to say. You know, sometimes, you know, we, you know, we, 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 we not, you know, where we, where we think we are. And sometimes we're we're acting up and doing different things, and the only thing we need to do is straighten up and fly right, hmm? and then we'll we'll have a better you know a uh, better result hmm? in what we're trying to achieve hmm? for God. But we're not going to achieve anything for God if we don't address the sin problem first, huh? Look at somebody and say first things first. 
And the first thing we must do is look at ourselves. And that's the first thing when some go haywire, some goes crazy. First thing I say, bro, Newsom, what is it that you could have done to help that situation? Hmm? I look at what they done. Well, what could you have done to help it? Because the first thing we, oh, let me get out of here. First thing we do, we talk about anything and everybody about what they've done. But what have you done? And if the if, if the answer is nothing, uh, you complicit. If you sitting there watching a, oh, let me get out of here. Watching a bad situation happen. Look at somebody and say, you taint it. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Huh? There ought to be enough righteous indignation in you. There are, in the people of God, it's time out for sitting back being passive. There ought to be enough righteous indignation in you to rise up and say, you know what? Enough is enough. You're not going to come up in our church and act up. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. Let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? And sometimes I know we can't, we can't be passive on everything. And sometimes you have to just tell folks, <laughs> you know, <laughs> let me get out of here. I got to go. You got to tell them in a loving way. The Bible says now, speak the truth in love. Now you got to, you got to definitely have some, uh, you got to have some love, take, have it tapered with love, but uh, you can't, you can't always mask truth. You just got to tell the truth. Hmm? That's what we need to do in these last Neva day. Let me get to the third one. I'm finna get on out of here. Let's see. Ooh, I got about five, 10 minutes. I got about five minutes. Look at this. The third one. Spirit, the third spiritual law is Jesus Christ is God's only provision for our sin. We saw that in uh, 1 John 2 and 1 through 3. We know that Jesus is the propitiation for our sins. Uh, only through Jesus Christ we can have forgiveness of sin. Only God forgives sin. Hmm? And he restores the right relationship. Uh, let's take a look. I want to go to a scripture here. I want to go to a scripture. Let's go to uh, Romans chapter 5. I'm getting out of here now. Let's go to Romans chapter 5. I want to take a look at something for you, and let's take a look at it. It says here in Romans uh, 5, and let's go about 7 and 8. Romans 5, 7, and 8. Let's go there. All right, let's take a look at it. Now, well, let's just, uh, let's go to 6. Romans 5 and 6. Says, for when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. Christ died for the ungodly, right? And it says here, for verse seven, for scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Preventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commended his love toward us, and that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. Hmm? We were in our wrong, and it didn't stop his progress going to the cross. Hmm? Isn't that wonderful? We see people in their wrong, and guess what? We get discouraged when we see them in their wrong. 
that shouldn't be that shouldn't be the attitude or the spirit of a believer. When you see a person in wrong, it ought to stir something in your Holy Spirit to say, Lord, how can I help them? Instead of saying, you know, and, and you know what? Oil repels, you know, uh, oil repel, repels water. Hmm? I'm not saying we should uh, join in with the wrongdoing or the sin the person is doing. This is how people looked at Jesus. The scribes and the Pharisees, when they saw people, they were so righteous. They stood and they stood back with their judgmental selves and made their opinions about folk. People already know they wrong. People already know what they're doing wrong. People don't want to be judged by you. They want to be loved by you. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, can I get an amen with that one? People don't want to be judged by you, but they need to be loved by you. Praise God. And so I, I just thought I would share that with the people of God because it's a lot stirred up in me today. And uh, thank you, Holy Spirit, for guiding us. But uh, we need to do better in that area hmm? as people of God. But God commended his love toward us and that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. Hmm? And sometimes we see people you know, we see people in a situation, in a state of mind, and we, the help, with the hands, the eyes hmm, that the Lord need to get this work done. Hmm? If somebody going to get saved and fill that empty space that you sit in every Sunday, you know what? It's going to take you that's sitting next to that empty space to tell somebody, come to church. God loves you. Can you come? Will you please come and be my guest? Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? You got to tell your loved ones, family member. I know. And uh, I know sometimes people say, well, you know, uh, you want a warm contact and not a cold contact. I just feel like any time, any kind of contact is contact. Just make sure God is doing the contacting. <laughs> oh, let me get out of Hmm? Because if you're led by God to say words of encouragement, I believe those words will touch the heart of somebody and it will prompt them to say, you know what? You know what? They invited me to church. I think I'm going to go this Sunday. And that might be the Sunday of their new beginning. And so we need to be about our father's business, saints. Hmm? Let's don't sit idle. Hmm? But we need to understand why we were still doing what we were doing hmm? out in the world. While we were out shaking a leg, somebody was praying for us. <laughs> oh, glory. Let me get out of here. Hmm? While we was out doing our thing, somebody was praying for us. Hmm? And don't you think we owe that to, to those today? Somebody brought, somebody had enough time and enough compassion and love to pray for us while we were still messed up. Hmm? They know only God knew the outcome. Hmm? And that's so true. Let's take a look here. God demonstrates his love for us. He don't just say, I love you. Hmm? We tell the pastor and first lady, uh, I love you. And we don't demonstrate no love from one Sunday to the next. Hmm? They don't send me telling Bishop I love him and don't never come. Uh, you need any help, Bishop? Is there anything you need me to do personally for you? You know, we'll do it for the pastor as long as it's for the church. But what about the man of God that needs you to do something personally for him? 
Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? Sometimes we got to just take it to another level. Look at this. He still died for us. I want to uh, let you know, in order to be saved, uh, Christ died to our uh, Christ died for our sins according to the scripture. This, this is something I noted. He died for our sins according to the scripture. Now, you say, well, how, how did he die for our sins according to the scripture? Let's go to it. Let's go see if I can get it for you. Let's go to uh, 1 Corinthians. Let's go uh, 1 Corinthians 15. All right. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 15. Let's take a look. And 3. 1 Corinthians 15 and 3. He says, For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received. This is Paul talking to the Corinthian church. First letter to the Corinthians people, people of God. He was letting them know about the resurrection. And he says here, I delivered unto you first all of that which I received, how that Christ died for us, uh, died for our sins according to the scriptures. This is what the scripture says now. And that he was buried and he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. And you see it? It says according to the scriptures. And it says, and that he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve, and after that he was seen uh, of above five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain unto this present, but some are falling asleep. After that he was seen of James, and then of all the apostles, and last was all seen of me. Also, as of one born out of due time. For I am the least of the apostles, that I am not meet to be called an apostle, but I persecuted the church of God. Now, he said, I am, that I am by the grace of God. So Paul tells this Jewish audience here how and uh, by whom uh, that their sins and that salvation was brought to them. Let's take a look. He understands two things that person must believe in order to be saved. Hmm? And the second thing is they, there must first be a will in mind. Hmm? Now, if there's no will in mind, this is where I get uh, very emotional because our late presiding Bishop James Lane said, if you cannot be subject, you cannot be saved. So if there's no willing mind, hmm? God left us still with our free will agency of choice. So nobody can make you be saved. Hmm? You got to want to do this. Oh, glory. Let me get out of here. Hmm? I can talk to you and the pastor can talk to you. And uh, all kinds of people that's been called of God can talk to you. And Jesus can talk to you face to face himself. If you don't want to be saved, you won't be. Everybody that Jesus came across and counseled and talked with, he asked a man that laid aside uh, that pool, hmm? a Bethesda. He asked him. He, and then the man came up with all kinds of, <laughs> let me get out of here, with all kinds of excuses. But that ain't what I asked you. Do you want to be made whole? 
I didn't ask you about every time somebody stepped in before you. I didn't ask you all that. I asked you, did you want to be made whole? And that's why I say to everybody, there must, the person must believe and there must be a willing mind. Without a mind, you can't serve it. Glory. Let me get out of here. I got to let you go. I think I did enough talking today. But I want to encourage you in this last series. I hope I take it home. Let me see. It's one o'clock now. We out of time. But I want to let you know. All received him and believe on his name. He gave them power to become the sons of God. That's my last scripture. St. John. Uh, I'm going to St. John chapter one. Let me show it to you. You know, it's good that we we study and look at this, but let's go to St. John chapter 1 and verse number 12. Let's take a look at it. It's very important that we search these scriptures, and this ain't what Brother Newsom said. This is a scripture here. All right, let's take a look at it. Let's go to uh, St. John 1 and 10. He was in the world, and the world was made by him. And the world knew him not. He came to his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. All glory be to God. All glory. Even to them that believe on his name. All glory be to God. Hmm which were born not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. This was the will of God. All somebody shall glory. The will of God came that you might be empowered. Hmm? Ain't no sense of you sitting there saying I'm powerless. You know, there is a power source offered to us by Jesus. And it's only accepted through the covenant of his blood covenant. If you don't accept this blood covenant, then there can't be no power transferred to you. <laughs> let me get out of here. Hmm? Let me let me tell you something. If a person die and there's no contract left with your name on the things that they left for you, you can't claim those things. <laughs> let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? You can go up there and, you know, talk to the, you know, estate people you know, or talk to the family or whatever. And I'll say, well, I don't see your name down on nothing nowhere. <laughs> Let me get out of there. I got to go. Hmm? So it's important that you accept this blood covenant. And you only can get it through the name of Jesus. The Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And the righteous run into it. And they are saved. You can tell I feel. I feel stirred up today, but I'm not led to go any farther. So we're going to leave it right there with you. Please check out the fourth spiritual law. The fourth spiritual law has to deal with faith. You got to place your faith and trust in God and stop trusting in man. Stop trusting in things. Some, some trust in horses, some trust in chariots, but I will remember the name of the Lord. These are the faithful words of Elder Newsom. With the Faith in God Internet TV, I want to say God bless you again today. Thank you for joining us. We love you with the love of the Lord. We hope you will join us back here at the uh, 1130, uh, 12 o'clock hour, starting on next week, Monday. 
this finalized uh, our series number 10. We're going to series number 11. And uh, we're going to put uh, we're going to put it out there. We're going to be making an announcement uh, this week uh, what uh, series 11 has to deal with. I have uh, uh, quite a bit that we want to talk about in series 11, but we want to uh, save that and put that out there on a separate announcement. And so we want to let you know that we love you with the love of the Lord. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, we do have some stuff that we want to put on the screen, but we're not going to do it until maybe Wednesday when we make that announcement for uh, Series 11. Uh, uh, series 11, Episode 336. So please look forward to that and uh, come back and join us. Uh, thank you for joining us today. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newson. With no further ado with the Faith and Guide Internet TV. Until next time, God bless you in Jesus' name.